And there it is. Welcome back mm-hmm. to another episode of Clean Breaks. This is the post-fight, I think. We're yeah. a couple of days later, whatever it is, but it's all good. It's all love. Jay, how you been? Pretty good, man. Can't complain. A lot going on in uh sport of boxing. <laughs> Word, big bird. A lot in the ring and a lot outside the ring, but yeah. I'm a good. whole lot. Um, I didn't... I don't remember much of the card, so we're going to get straight into it because we have a lot to talk about either on this episode or another one. Excuse me. So uh, the card we're speaking of was over the weekend. What was that, May 29th? Yeah. May 30th or whatever it is. Uh, Devin Haney versus Jorge Linares. Um, I said it was going to be a boxing exhibition, which for most part it was. The thing that Devin did differently this fight was he stood in front of a guy and he pushed him back. Uh, for the majority of the rounds uh he was willing to engage um and he and, and uh, although jorge linares was tight i could see him he was trying to counter punch while dev was coming forward uh but to a, to to m- not much effect or or anything uh of the sort he was getting pushed back for what nine rounds basically and he didn't really, oh, offer, yeah. yeah, he didn't offer much resistance until the 10th round where uh-huh. he put together a decent combination and they caught Devin flush with two punches, a right hand and then a left hook that followed. Only because uh, Devin let him do it. It is what it is, um, yeah. you know, but the only thing about it is, is because Devin is such a good boxer that people need to pick his uh, game apart. So the internet was in a frenzy for like, a couple of hours and social media was in a frenzy because a certain group of fighters or uh, some, to me, it's just chump shit. It's just childish shit where they, you know, they're saying, Oh, well, I could have knocked him out. I would have knocked Devin Haney out. I really don't believe that. I don't believe that anybody at that weight class could have knocked him out unless it would have been tank or maybe even uh Teofimo Lopez. But I think that with his boxing acumen, I think it, it puts him in a position not to be knocked out. He took on a he took on the task of trying to push the fight to Jorge Linares. I don't know if he would have done that with a, a, a Tank Davis, Javante Tank Davis, or a Teofimo Lopez. I know for sure he probably would have went went ahead and seen what Ryan Garcia was doing because although although Ryan Garcia may be nano ticks nanoseconds faster than um Devin Devin's boxing acumen would just win that fight all the, all the way around I don't think there's nothing that Ryan Garcia could do with a uh with a Devin Haney what say yeah, you? St- st- styles make fights I don't think I think he could fight however he wants to against all those guys the only guy I think he would have to take a little bit more caution with his tank because tank is so calculating <clears throat> and when he calculates he calculates where he lands that big shot that can get you out of there it's not that Ryan, I mean, Ryan Garcia and, and uh, Teo both have, like, knockout power. The difference is, is that um, I, I just don't believe in their ability to deliver that power against Devin Haney. I just don't. If we look at what Lenars did, that was like the fifth or sixth punch at the end of a combination. I don't see Ryan Garcia or Teofimo Lopez or, for that matter, even Tank throwing five punch, six punch combinations. Um, now, Tank is a little different because he can end it with one punch and he he's, he has more success and he's shown us that he has the ability to calculate and triangulate to land that one punch. So I give him a little more credit, but I ain't giving Teofimo and Ryan Garcia shit. 
So that's just my personal opinion. I think they can box. I don't think they can outbox Devin. And I dare them to throw five or six punch combinations because I think they're going to be fearful of what comes back. Uh, I don't don't think he'll be, I don't think he'll be around enough for them in, in the vicinity of them for them to get more than two to three off. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't even think, um, I don't even think they get more than three punches off. Yeah. I think Teo plays it safe and just gets two punches off and looks for that one big punch. Ryan, because he's got fast hands, he may focus on a combination to try to clip. The problem is, I think Ryan, because he keeps his chin up in there, he doesn't get his head off the line, he'll get knocked the fuck out before he even gets that third punch off. He'll get caught in between his combinations. Correct. Because uh, out of all of them, he has the lousiest defense. Yeah, his defense is uh, – he has porous defenses. It's so many holes in his defense. Like you said, the chin is up. Um, and because Devin Haney is such a good boxer, he'll be able to not just only use speed, but he'll recognize, okay, I can time this guy as well because he's so, he, he has that early Manny Pacquiao thing going on where he jumps in, um, he's on the center line all the time, and, and he, he just, he's, he has displacement where, wherever he is. So there's, a, there's a quite a few holes in his game where you can just pick him apart. And we all know that the left hook is, is what he's going for, but you can neutralize a left hook with a straight right hand any day of the week. Um, you have to be very, very, you have to be superior in technique and skill to pull that shot off against someone like Devin Haney. And I don't think that he has what it takes currently to do that. Um, I gave Devin a B for that fight just because the things that he normally does, he did, and he got clipped. Not necessarily because he got clipped, but because Devin Haney isn't such a, so, so much of a big puncher where he, cuts off the ring and breaks guys down. But in his fight, that was something that he was, he didn't necessarily execute to the highest degree. I, I, I guess I, could, I should say it like that. I don't think that I saw him mostly uh, boxing and going forward and, and applying the pressure. But at times he didn't, when he had Jorge hurt, I should say, or he had him tired, he didn't go to the body enough. It's kind of like he yeah. got away from the body. He went back <clears throat> to the jab, like he was letting him off the hook. Or he, yeah, he definitely let him off the hook. Or like he was trying to catch his own breath doing uh in between certain rounds. So there were times where I saw well maybe he's trying to catch his breath, but he definitely should have applied more pressure and went back to the body of uh, Jorge Linares and he got away from that. So those are the it was just small things that he could have done. So I, I gave him a solid B performance. Um he did very well. Like I said, he yeah. outboxed his guy for for the majority of the fight and he got clipped once and came back to kind of like get himself back uh in control during the 11th and 12th round. So uh, salute to Devin Haney from, from me. Cause I enjoyed yeah. the fight. I thought it was pretty cool to see him be a pressure fighter and, and take the fight to Jorge Linares. Jorge Linares looked very tight to me, man. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what it was. I'm not sure if it was, um, he, he, he didn't just, he did, he didn't adjust to what Dave, Devin Haney was doing or it was a speed, whatever it may have been, if it was a jab, but, um, you know what I think it was like he he said it after the fight it was the jab he should have done more with the jab and I think that's what he was looking for for Dev to, to for Dev for Devin to go one one two or uh, one two one or whatever it may have been but um, Dev use a plethora see that's the thing about a boxer you know having a deep wide skill set you can switch it up on a guy like that and Jorge wasn't able to adjust and by the time he caught him it was a little bit too late so for those who are saying that. 
Oh, uh, he got rocked or whatever. This is the same guy in Jorge Linares who knocked down Lomachenko. This is the same guy who has over 50 fights on his resume, and he has five, now six losses. Uh, and his losses have come by way of knockout. Devin is the only one to, you know, uh, just go 12 rounds with him. But, yeah. I mean, he's been in there with top quality competition. Um, and I can't do nothing but salute Jorge Linares. I think he should still be uh, considered as one of the top fighters in the division um, because the other two guys that we just spoke on don't seem to be wanting to fight uh, the top competition anyway. Yeah, I, I gave um, Dev a B minus. Um, I thought he boxed beautifully. I pretty I think he out the rounds, the, the rounds where he actually did box, which is one through nine. Um, and even most of 10 until the end. And then obviously he went to the clinch a lot in 11 and clinched half of the 12th and then kind of uh, boxed at the end, the last half of the 12th round. Uh, to me, he dominated the fight. He carried the fight. Um, Linares, you know, hey, look, uh, that whole interaction happened because Dev got defensively irresponsible at the end of a round. Um, that was the only opportunity Lenaris really had. And Dev allowed that opportunity. So he had a lapse in his defense, a lapse in his defensive uh, responsibilities and technique. And I'm pretty sure that's something that you can clean up. Um, and I, and that, the reason why I give him a B minus is because he is a pure boxer. He is a defensive specialist. So I'm going to carry a lapse in defensive responsibilities. I, that's going to hold more weight with me. You know, Dev is not a big puncher, so I'm not – and he's only 22. He's young, coming into his strength. I'm not really much – I don't, you know, turn on a Devin Haney fight to see a knockout, even though he has knocked some guys out. Um, I think what I, what I look for Dev is to keep progressing in the game, um, show different levels, uh, add different layers, and to, to just continue to grow. Um, to me, he made this fight. He could have stayed on the outside and went to his usual nature, which is the boxer who sticks and moves with that phenomenal jab. He's got one of the top three jabs in all of boxing. And, you know, you brought up what were the things that bothered Linares. I mean, it was three things. The number one thing was the jab. He couldn't do anything with Devin's jab. He couldn't counter the jab. He couldn't time the jab. Um, the jab was hitting to the body. Devin moved the jab. It, it was hitting him everywhere. He couldn't, he couldn't locate it. So Linares wasn't able to get set to get his punches off to get close enough. Not because he was always worried about the jab. Number two, Devin, he variated in his speed. It wasn't all the same speed. So Lenars had a hard time tracking, trying to time him. Lastly, Devin wasn't predictable with how he would let his hands go with his jab. It wasn't always doubling the jab up or just simple one-two. Well, Lenars, he kind of figured out, okay, I know what's coming next. I can, I know the combination coming. I can time it. I can counter it. I know what punch to counter with. So Devin kept him off pretty much, you know, offbeat the entire fight absolutely you know but give Lenar's credit he took a lot of punishment he took a lot of blows his face showed it um I think Devin hurt him to the body in the sixth and seventh round I think Dev should have because he's not the type of uh he it's not like a tank tank when tank gets you hurt he knows you hurt and he's gonna go to the well and get you out of there that's another I think the next fight you'll see Dev as he goes back and looks at, look at the tape of this of this uh fight from an offensive standpoint, he'll have a better recognition when he when he's hurt a guy. Yes. And he has I'm not worried about his ability to get back and hit that area. He's got the boxing ability. To me, it's just the recognition. Yeah. He's just so used to boxing beautifully and moving. 
and being a defensive wizard and allowing his defense to create some offense. Um, I think, you know, the three levels where I think he could really uh, take his level up. And I think we're going to see it in his next fight because I think his competition is only going to get better. Is being defensively responsible when the guy is that close. Make sure you are protecting yourself at all times and fight to, to the bell rings and keep yourself protected. Next is um, when you know recognition when you have a guy hurt or if you're targeting the area, if a guy don't like in a certain spot, being able to get to that, recognize and get back to that spot. And then lastly, I mean, he was the biggest part of the fight that was crazy to me about Dev. Every time he was hitting him with the jab and throwing different combinations, Lenars' only answer was a, a, a wild left hook that he missed time and time and time again. And Dev anticipated the return fire so much that he kind of did some dangerous things, right? Almost Roy Jones Jr.-esque kind of a little out of fundamentals where he was pulling straight back. But he was able to gauge the distance to get in and out so quickly. I, if you're going to do that, I want to see after you make the guy miss that wild left hook, make him pay. And what Dev didn't do when Lenaris was missing horribly and out of position with those left hooks, Dev wasn't in position to throw a punch back to make Lenaris pay. But to uh, me, go yeah, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, the, to, to me, that's the next level I want to see him get to because he makes a lot of guys miss. Yeah. And the next part of his game has to be is making guys miss and pay for yeah. missing. Yeah. And that was a thing that uh, I didn't even mention. That was the other thing, his transition to the inside, because that's a part of it. his transition uh, stepping into the inside when he would, when, when either when he was, when the left hook was missing or he would be on the inside, I didn't like the way he would transition to it and try to roll with punches or roll so he could get his to get his off his uh his transition game it, it looked like it could uh, use some improvement but again these are minor things that he can tweak he needed yeah. a fight like this to make sure that he could see it and see what he was doing right and wrong uh there's nothing wrong with it for everybody that's uh down to him about what he the way he performed that says a lot about Devin Haney the fact that you have to down him and and, and downplay his actual performance when he won nine 10 rounds out of 12 like you're picking the very small things about him and going on social media and saying all this crazy shit about him so that says a lot about you to go bro, out he there got hit. Oh, he, bro, he, and, and, and that's the other part him getting hit right he got hit 19 percent by the shots of lenaris where he hit lenaris that with damn near double the amount of punches but it's not just that it's that he got hit by a shot he didn't see that that shot puts people on their ass. So let's take, for instance, you know, you got the two guys talking all the, the noise. Let's say you got Tiafimo who fought, you know, Lomachenko. Um, and Teal's, oh, my power. I can knock him out. I can do this. Teal, you, he didn't knock. He didn't knock Lomachenko down. And Teal took a lot of punishment in that Lomachenko fight the last six rounds. And on top of that, guess what? Lenaris did knock Lomachenko down. And it was with a punch Lomachenko saw coming. And he put him on his ass. Lomachenko saw that straight right hand. He couldn't get out the way of it. And he was on his ass. Now for Ryan Garcia, Mr. Mental Health Issues, saying he knocked somebody out. Well, you fought Luke Campbell, a guy who is relatively pillow-fisted. And Luke Campbell put you on your ass. Yes. Guess what? Lenaris beat Luke Campbell. And he put Luke Campbell on his ass. Facts. Now, the only person who wasn't on their ass is Devin Haney. 
Granted, Teo didn't get put on his ass, but let's look at Tia Fimo's face compared to Devin Haney's face after the fights. The only, so the only punch about, that hurt yeah. Devin was the headbutt, and you know he still the, went out the of the headbutt in the right hand. He didn't see. So if we look at who looked the worst, yeah, T, give all credit to Tia Fimo, phenomenal young fighter. He won that fight against Lomachenko. But let's be honest. Anybody who is a real one knows that if Lomachenko gets started early and give T.O. credit for throwing those uppercuts, throwing those hard shots, maybe making Lomachenko have second thoughts right for starting early. Give him credit for that. I give him credit for that. Yep. But at the end of the day, he was getting his ass whooped the last six rounds. Yep. Now, that last round, he, he showed some grit. He dug deep. He kept Lomachenko off of him, which is what Linares couldn't do, right? Lomachenko comes in, he overwhelms you with these angles and his speed, similar to Pacquiao. Pacquiao but but Tim was getting hit with clean shots repeatedly. Uh, Ryan Garcia was getting hit with clean shots repeatedly from Luke Campbell. Yeah. Devin Haney got hit with one shot for him being defensively irresponsible. So something that he could actually fix. See, so what, the way I look at it is, if I look at all those, those these guys and I say, well, who can clean? Who, who, who has the least amount in their game to clean up? This is Devin Haney. Yeah, we, and we know that. Right. Yeah, we know Ryan that. Garcia has a has the most to clean up because his head is always up, sticking up like a sore thumb. His head is always on the line when he throws his punches, and I get it because he feels comfortable in generating his power and seeing what he's doing. But that's very arrogant in thinking you're not going to be able to have something coming back, and that's going to be his downfall. And I think he knows it, which is why all of a sudden he, I think thinking about it so much gave him mental health problems, and I think that's why he ducked out. And for all those people who want to get on me about mental health. You know, you can kiss my ass because you don't have a mental health issue. You can watch a fight and then all of a sudden you come out of nowhere with your mental health issues and say, oh, well, I can knock this guy out. That's two, that's, two, you know, two weeks to a month later, you back on the Internet trolling and bothering people and everything. Right. And so let's look at the consistent pattern with Ryan and saying that you're about to schedule another yeah. fight. You, you, you call out Tank. You don't make the fight. I'm going to knock out Tank. tank in say you rounds. want the WBC. And Devin Haney's at the fight. You say you'll fight Devin. And you're the mandatory. You and Fortuna are the mandatory. But you duck out of that. Then on top of that, you lie and say, oh, I'm, I'm not going to do either one of those fights because I'm fighting the legend of Manny Pacquiao. Hmm. Manny Pacquiao's manager says, we never even had a conversation with these niggas. So you lie about Manny Pacquiao. And then you have a fight with Fortuna. And then you have, oh, oh you got mental health issues. Oh, now it's so something wrong. The, the common denominator is, is competition. That's the constant. The variable is Ryan Garcia's balls, if he has some. And I'm just going to call his ass out, and I'm sick of – I respect fighters, but I, I don't like people who try to – you know, they, they act like think we're dumb. Like, Ryan Garcia needs to realize who he's talking to. If you want to come with all that cap, tell that cap – save that for the casual fans, right, when you're doing something on YouTube. But if you want to talk about boxing, Keep that shit to yourself because it's, 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 it's like. It's bullshit. It's we know. It's, it's, it's bullshit. We know. We know. So, we know what's up. We yeah. shouldn't watch this stuff. We, and, we study it's, it's, it. We done it's it. Really, yeah. And it's really simple. Devin Haney's a WBC champion. Ryan Garcia, if you want to knock him out, you can go right over to Suleiman, right, who's good friends with Canelo, and you cool with Canelo, and you can say, I want that fight. Because guess what? You like the WBC Silver, uh, interim, whatever these all these little belts. International, you easily go over there. Diamond, yeah, yellow whatever belly chicken. Uh, then, then go get the fight. Go yeah. make the fight. Then because it's easy for you to make. 
But it's the easy. thing is, you ain't going to make the fight. That's nah, why nah, I don't nah. respect him and Teo in terms of when they talk about Devin Haney. I respect them as getting in the ring and putting in the work and being fighters. But I don't respect them when Devin Haney's name came out that come out their mouth because they're not consistent. Same thing with Teofimo. Undisputed. You ain't undisputed, bro. It's a dispute. Devin Haney got the WBC belt. You knew when you fought Lomachenko that, the again, the, uh, the franchise was a designation. Now, all of a sudden, you want to market yourself as undisputed because you beat Lomachenko. Oh, I beat the man. If the man ducks somebody and gives up a belt, he's not the man. And Lomachenko clearly ducked Devin Haney yeah. and took the franchise designation. Oh, yeah. Gave up the belt, which is what Devin Haney is holding. And Lomachenko has said this himself, that my belt, Devin Haney has it. So that right there, before you even fought him, Tiafimo Lopez, that's a dispute. I don't care what the dudes on Fight Height, I don't know what his name is, you know, your guy to beat the man. Look, we got to be real. I don't care about shit. none of that shit. I don't care what yeah. Jose, Sule- I don't care right. what Mauricio Suleiman said that Teofimo yeah. is a fucking shit. No, he not. No, no he, he not. not. No, he's not. He, he, he's not. Uh, Suleiman just wanted some sanctioning fees. That's right? all. He, it was money. That's all it was. That's but all. We all know if you duck a guy and you say, okay, I'm going to give up the belt. So let me ask this question. So let's say, obviously, Deontay Wilder has a fight with Tyson Fury. Just give me an example, right? And he won an arbitration. Fury, you got to fight Deontay Wilder. Now, this is kind of what I think is going to happen. Fury's going underground. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm very suspect that this fight even happening. His dad even said, throw the belt in the trash. Just drop the belt, give the belt up. So now if he gives the belt up and he goes and fights AJ, is that undisputed? Marcos Villegas, no, that's not undisputed because he ducked. He gave up the belt, number one. The belt is what makes you a champion. How hold it, that super belt. But if you relinquish that because you don't want to fight a guy, then you're not the champion. You're not the champion. You gave up so, your right to be champion. You gave up so, the seat. Right. So him and AJ, him and AJ would not be for undisputed. The dispute would be the fact that he gave up the belt and then Wilder would have the WBC belt, which is why he got to fight Wilder if he wants him and AJ to be undisputed and AJ got his own issues with Usyk because there's, there's a, there's a, a, a fight that's been mandated, I think by the WBA or something. So Correct. we need to quit all the cap and get out of our feelings and get out of our nationality and get out of our race. And we need to look at the facts. The facts are now, unfortunately, if we look at the data, the majority of fighters that are being ducked happen to be black. Those are just the facts. And so what we need, these other guys, these guys on YouTube producing this boxing content, is to quit acting like the rest of us are stupid. I get you get more followers from the casual fan because it's just more people who don't know than who do know. But respect the game. Tiafimo is not undisputed. Ryan Garcia does not have mental health issues. I'm sorry, he doesn't. Not capping like that. He just doesn't. And I'm going to say it. And all the, all the people can come at me with the mental health thing all they want to. No, I know people who have mental health problems. Yeah, they don't we, do we know better. We know better. We know, we know better. We he, know better. He's when you're in a dark enough. When, when you're yeah. in a dark place, you're really in a dark fucking place. And yeah. I can, and I he's can mentally to that. unhealthy enough to make all the right decisions to duck any competition. Notice that. Ain't that something? You you got Listen out the way of you got out the way you got out the way of Haney. You got out the way of uh, Tank of, of Tank. You got out the way of uh, Fortuna. Come on, man! And then you was able to make a Pacquiao fight. Now you. Now you mentally, now you have mental issues. 
No, the mental issue is that you you scared. Yeah. You know what it is. And, and 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 for people who are listening who may get angry, let me say this as well. There was a conversation on YouTube when he said he would fight Devin Haney. And Canelo was standing next to him and he shook his head and said, You are not ready for that, my friend. It's out there, unless they took it out, unless they took it off off of the internet. It was there. Canelo told him, You aren't ready for that fight. Even Oscar said that shit. Like, yo, you want that fight? Are you sure you're ready for that fight? Because I don't think you're ready. They all told him that. They all told him that. Again, it's all cap. He's not going to make any fight. He said he got a fight coming up. He may come back. We don't know. To me, he's irrelevant. He shouldn't be talking. You know, Tail can talk, but he needs to be focused on Cambosis. And Tail needs to understand, okay, you say Devin Haney's next. So as a man, all you got is your word. Let's see if you keep your word. Okay, you're going to fight Cambosis, and you say Devin Haney's next because there's a dispute. And Josh Taylor told you. The thing is, you got all these fanboys trying and playing all the politics, trying to make him feel good about himself. But the actual champions and real fighters do not agree with you. Yeah. You tried to be slick and you thought it was slick. And I'm, I'm going to put this out there on some race shit. You thought Josh Taylor, cause he was Scottish and white. He was going to ride with you. Oh yeah. I'm gonna ride with you T.O. Because that's just a black dude over there. You got to dispute with who cares about Devin Haney, but big ups to Josh Taylor for being a real one saying, nah, dude, I earn this as a fighter and as a man. I am undisputed because the only two champions were me and Jose Ramirez, and I just beat Jose Ramirez. That makes me undisputed. I beat nobody him else, in the ring. In, in the, the ring. And no, right. And nobody else is saying anything about it, and neither me or Jose Ramirez ducked anybody. That's why we're in this ring. And he's calling you out. He's calling you out because he don't want to be affiliated with the fuckery. He, you got to earn it to get the fight with him if you want to be where he is. And T.O., you haven't earned that, but you tried to skip the line and cut corners, and you only did that because Devin Haney's black. And I'm going to say it, and it's the fact, it's the, it's the truth, and it's facts. Because you thought nobody would care. Not you just thought that nobody he's black, would care. but he's black, and he's fucking gifted. Well, he's, he's black and gifted. Yeah, that, that's very good. He's black, and he can beat you. He's a problem. So he's a problem. And so, and so let's just be real. I'd rather you just be honest with me. Just be just say I ain't ready. Just say I ain't just ready. Just say either I ain't ready or just say, you know, but don't like, don't try to piss on us and call it rain. Like, you're going to get hurt that way. You know, you're going to get hurt that way. And so, what I mean by getting hurt is, is that you're going to get hurt in a boxing game because you're going to lose the respect from people who actually watch and care the sport. The casual fan does not care the sport. They the watch fan it. Can go, they're going to put some money in your pocket yeah. and buy when you get the attraction. Yeah. But in terms of your legacy, that's people like us who actually care about the sport and watch the sport. And we see you capping like this and it's looking bad for your legacy. And what's even more disappointing is you actually have a lot of great ability. You do. And I, I, I like I like Tiafimo, but there's some things that he just like every other fighter you have, they have to work on. But this, these cameras, man, these these cameras, these microphones in y'all face all goddamn day every day. Y'all say some of the stupidest, silliest shit instead of saying, you know what, I got to work on my talent. I got to get make sure that I'm, I'm in a proper shape and I'm not looking ahead to nobody because I got to f- focus on a Cambosis. So I got to focus on a Josh Taylor or I got to focus yeah. on a Ryan Garcia or whatever it is. Yeah, I do all these roundabout things for, for viewership and 
and to and right. to have clicks and views and everything. We don't care about that. Like that's cool when you building like fan base, but for the people that's gonna end up writing your resume and the history of this shit, we're watching and we're looking at it and we're going, that's not boxing. That's not right. King of the Hill. And we want to see King of the Hill shit. And this whole comedy central shit that y'all run or trying to run on us, it, it don't work. So many fighters in the past have tried to do this. And everybody has done it. They all they always end up submitting to the same thing. They always run into the same thing. That fighter that they can't whoop and they duck them. It, it happens over and over again. We, we've seen it time and time again. So y'all, y'all need to quit this shit, man, and, and get out. Get out the way. Just get out the way. Say I'm not ready for the fight. Say this is not the proper time. I need a couple more fights for a fighter like Dev to get me into the into the right place. And and, and we we'll salute that. We'll say that you well give him time, give him time. But this roundabout yeah. bullshit that y'all are doing, this clownery, this buffoonery and fool and fuckery that y'all are doing, we know better than that. We we've seen it before. This story has already been written, man. This is nothing new. Yeah. And, and the more you talk down on somebody the more it makes you look scared. So it what does. I mean by that, it does. No, notice, notice when people ask Devin Haney, what do you think about Ryan Garcia, Tank, and Tia Fimo? He said, hey, all those guys are good fighters. So, and he's telling the truth. All you guys are good fighters. Um, he hasn't fought any of you all. He sparred, you know, some of you, but that sparring is different from actually being in a fight. So he's going to reserve his judgment until he gets in the ring with you. That's what a professional does. You're a professional now, not an amateur. The next thing that he does is, is that he wants to sell the fight. Till you want money. Ryan Garcia, you want money. So if you want money, you don't tell people ahead of time your competition is trash. If you're telling me somebody's trash, why would I want to watch you fight that? Why? Because you're taking away he, from right. his him as an asset in the ring. Yeah. That, so, why yeah, would I let, watch let me, him? Let me give you... Let me give you a prime example. The guy that they idolized, Canelo, right? We all knew Abney Yildirim on the elite level wasn't, wasn't at that level. We knew he was... A D fighter. We knew this, right? But you never heard Canelo saying, oh, Abney, oh, he's trash. He's garbage. You know why? It's because Canelo's trying to sell the fight. So if you guys want to learn something, you want Canelo's money, you want his shine, looks like you guys both want his ability to duck elite black fighters, Okay, that's fine. But at least learn one thing from Canelo that you don't don't make bad business decisions by trying to trash your competition because then what it does is it lowers the expectation and it puts a cap on your accomplishment when you know damn well a win over damn Devin Haney would be huge. So to trash him is stupid. It's just a bad business move and it's bad for boxing. And for those of us who know boxing, it makes you look full of shit and scared. So just stop with the cap, focus on what you're doing, keep it 100, like, hey, Devin Haney's a competitor, he's a WBC champion, hey, we get in the ring, hey, be confident, hey, I think I'm going to whoop his ass, I think I'm going to win, I have no problem with any of that, you can think that all you want to, and then just say, hey, man, I'll beat this guy, this elevates me even more and makes me the man, because right. again, all these guys are good, that's the smart play. He could have easily said play. something like that, hey, I beat the man, I beat, right. I beat Lomachenko. So right. what is Devin Haney? He's a good right. fighter, and I, I can't wait to see him. Now, he, I here's beat, why I beat Lomo. Here's why people say, well, oh, they're young. They don't know any better. Yeah, they do. And I'm going to tell you what race plays a component into it. He ain't calling Cambosa's trash. He not saying, oh, I done knocked Cambosa's out, even though he didn't knock out Lee Selby or whatever. Oh, I, oh, he couldn't do that. I could do this. 
You know why you do that? Because Cambosis is white. Just I'm just being real. Tell the truth. I'm just being 100. The it's the no, truth. That we, that's what we're gonna and, do. And, and, and so we're gonna you're, do. you're young, you want to hide behind that youth, but again, you're not keeping that same energy and you don't have the right energy. So let's ask ourselves, you know, who's who's more noticeable, who's been on the scene more, whose skills have we seen more? And this is no disrespect to Cambosis, but in this market, we see more Devin Haney. If you Absolutely. ask even the casual boxing fan, man, who do you who do you have rated higher, Cambosis or Devin Haney? People are going to say Devin Haney. Now, Cambosis may whip your ass and impress all of us and then take the whole throne. We don't yeah. know. We're going to give him yeah. that respect. He's going to have to do it. Yeah. And I like the way he's talking. I like the way he carries himself. But again, you guys are out here with this fuckery, you know, on a nonsense, talking out the side of your neck with stuff that makes absolutely no sense. And then we see your energy towards Devin Haney, a really good black fighter, Versus a, we don't even know what you think, or the general public, or even the, the boxing aficionados. They may have seen some of Cambosis fights, but we can't say he's flashed more than Devin Haney. But you ain't talking trash about that. You know, with Luke Campbell. Oh, he's a former gold medalist. Oh, he's this and that, Ryan Garcia. He didn't say Ryan, he didn't say Luke Campbell is trash. Well, Luke Campbell got put on his ass by Jorge Linares. Devin Haney just beat Jorge Linares. So let me, let's do this equation. Let's do this math. If Lenares beat Luke Campbell and put him on his ass. And Devin Haney beats Lenares pretty much in a blowout and don't get put on his ass. Let's ask ourselves and ascertain who's a better fighter. Most people will say Devin Haney. Now, granted, styles make fights, but you can do some natural deduction and just all the nonsense needs to stop because it's actually hurting boxing. And hasn't taken, and Devin hasn't taken much punishment. He doesn't take any punishment. Like, not even much. He had not take any punishment. The dude's face has – I've never seen him in any swelling. I haven't seen any cuts. I haven't seen, you know, I haven't seen brood, like, puffed up cheekbones. I haven't seen swollen eyes. I haven't seen him – I haven't seen him on his ass. Yeah. Guess what I have seen? Seen Ryan Garcia on his ass. Guess what I have seen? I've seen Teal cut and puffed up. And let me say that about that Teofimo fight with Loma. It wasn't even the last six rounds to me. And I could be wrong, but if it's, for, to me, it feels like it was the last three rounds where he really just started getting touched up. And, and I don't know if he was expecting Loma to back off for, for Loma to sell out on one punch, which he's not going to do. Loma, Loma basically sets you up for three or four punches or more and, and mm-hmm. tries to confuse you. But I don't know what he's expecting, but he took punishment in those last few rounds. And to me, I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's Loma hitting you. He's touching you up or whatever. But it seems like he didn't want to press on the gas at times too to just get to just to get Lomachenko off of him either. He cause he couldn't. Cause he couldn't. That's why he don't want the rematch. Cause he couldn't get on. He couldn't do it. He couldn't. That Loma says a lot coming. though, man. That says a lot about you guys. It says yeah. a lot for, for, for all the angles that you guys take. And to Luke, Luke Campbell too. It was no disrespect to you what uh, Devin Haney was saying. All he was trying to do was just state the fact that you got knocked down or or, or lost to Jorge Linares. And, and Linares knocked down Lomachenko. And he had a decent fight with Lomachenko until he got knocked out. And there's just a comparison going on with, with Devin Haney when he was doing that. When you got in your feelings and you were trying to say all these different things about uh, or, or you were trying to make a statement on Twitter about Devin. It was kind of just like, you know, you got into your feelings and you were a little emotional about that. 
Uh, I tell you what, if you feel that brave about it, why don't you go ahead and step up to Devin too? I'm sure if one of these guys continue to duck him, he's going to need another dance partner. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think so, even though Luke Campbell would be standing in a long line. Um, in terms of, you know, you got four, two, well, I don't know. Those, all the, you know, these guys may keep ducking them or avoiding them. You're right. You're right. It may be that. I mean, if he's the person that's, going Luke, will, that's willing to step up for Dev would be uh, Jorge and probably JoJo. That's it. Yeah, Jorge, JoJo. Um, and it would be a tank, but tank, tank, and, tank and Dev, I think, got an understanding that if we cross paths, is going to be for all the marbles. It's going to be a super fight. It's going to be that. big money. We know that for you know and, oh, uh, yeah. for for all black card, and it's going to be for all the. It's going to be for like pound for pound supremacy. Everything, type yeah, stuff. everything. Um, which is smart. So they're both building up their legacies, doing different things. Uh, they're doing it differently. I like what they're doing. Uh, they're both phenomenal fighters, and hopefully they meet somewhere down the line. Most likely a one forty, but um, you know we'll, we'll see. But uh, these other guys, man, they got to stop the cap because it, they're setting themselves up for disaster. Like you T.O. and you lose the Cambosis. Oh, man, that, you know, that looks bad. You know, Ryan Garcia, you continue with the mental issues. Oh, that's a bad look. Well, if you come back and you get put on your ass again or you don't fight any competition, mm, that's a bad look. You your fans will love you, but the boxing community, the fans will love you, but the boxing community look at you and go, what was all that shit you were saying? Yeah, well, we'll see you. We'll see you. And the most important thing is to have the respect of your peers. Yeah. You know. So you guys meant to, to, you guys are undressing yourselves, like, right in front of us. And we're, we're not amused. You know, it's really just disappointing to see the way that things are going and see how you guys play it out. It's just easier to just give a guy or a boxer his credit for doing what he does without shaming him or trying to put him down. Because it really just makes you look bad in the end. And everyone knows that. Devin is a, is a great boxer. We know that. We know his skill set. But the things that you all are doing and, and the way you're going about it, it makes me look at Devin more. Not to pick him apart, but look at him and go, well, what are the scales really saying about the talent that we're looking at? Because why would you – if he's not that guy, go get the belt from him then. Yeah, and here's the other thing. He's not going to do anything. They're also making a dumb move. Um if he's not that good or if he has no power, get him now while he's 22. That's what why I'm saying. Wait till, why wait till he becomes even more of a master boxer or lo and behold, and oh, man, would all hell break loose if he develops some power, not that, you know, with that boxing skill as he gets older, um, you know, <laughs> you better get this guy now. If you don't get this guy now, then you're going to have a monster later. And so I just think um, – they, they're just going about it uh, the wrong way. And the, the, their tactics, I don't even think it's, they, they think it's a strategy. It's really just tactics they're doing. It's just ass backwards. Yeah, it is. It's, to me, it's just high school shit. It's just like, you know, gossiping and talking crazy. Ha, 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 that those people on that side of the school or whatever, that, or that group of people. But uh, yeah, right. you guys are running out of time. And, and sooner or later, uh, the truth is going to expose you or you're just going to expose yourself and we'll just see who will stand out and be on top in the end and i think that you know teofimo versus haney would be a great fight to see I, be I would a great fight that's yeah, a pay-per-view fight i would definitely and, and, and love to see that about fight it, the reason why him and ryan are so dumb to be such haters is because you guys are all in your 20s and you can literally be pay-per-view fighters 
in your early 20s. Look at that business opportunity. And be done. And be done. You know, and be instead, done. you know, you want to cap and you want to, who knows? I mean, Ryan doesn't even count, you know, mental health issues or if you're going to box or not. You guys are going to be continuing again, bitching about your contracts, about your money, about your promotional situation. You know, Devin Henry's not complaining about nothing. He got his own promotional company and been a millionaire. He, he, he just finished his uh, contract up with uh, Matchroom and DAZN, and, you know, he's going, him and his dad and his team's going to renegotiate. Um, been a millionaire. They fulfilled their obligation, you know. Teal, you got to go on Triller. You can't even get Bob Arum. And you sign with top rank. You can't even make that happen. So before you go talking about somebody else, you need to get your house in order. You need to get your business straight and quit worrying about somebody else and focus Facts. on yourself. Facts. And, and, same thing and, with, and, yeah. and Devin even congratulated him when he got the deal with Trill. Like, con- congratulations. Welcome to the Millionaire yeah. Club, my boy. I remember yeah. him saying that he posted. I was like, you know what? Yeah. That's some gentleman player type shit. That's what you're supposed it's, to do. It, it's some gentleman stuff, but, you know, they fought. And then he got paid, and it went in his pocket. Now, Tiafimo's going to fight on Triller, and he's going to have to cut Bob Arum a check. That fight ain't on ESPN. That fight is not being promoted by top rank. So you got top rank not taking on any of the risk. Nope, you got Tail taking on all the risk. They just but get he a 20% just getting a check. Cut. Yep. I mean, that, that, that's called getting pimped, right? So at the end of the day, you know – um. It, uh, doing all this stuff, capping and, 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 you know, all this ducking and dodging and talking crazy, it's just putting a spotlight on you. And now we're looking at you and we're yeah. now we dissecting, well, what's really going on with you? Yeah. You got paid, what, three, four million? We just say three. Let's just say three. Bob gets 600,000 for doing nothing. Yeah. So let's ask ourselves, more people watch Triller or ESPN? Not only that, but you also had to move the fight just because of what Floyd did. So yeah, and you, and, then, and then on top of that, you got mad because Floyd just shitted on you, and now you're talking about you got Floyd's name coming out your mouth. It's like Teal just making all the typical like junior high school reactive in they in your feelings moves, and it's it's not it's not smart. It's not. It's, it's not, not smart, man. But we gonna it's get off of them and just say salute to Devin Haney. Uh, appreciate the. May 29th fight. It was a good fight. I enjoyed it thoroughly. You uh, dominated for the majority of the rounds. Um, great performance. I, I, I can't take nothing away from you. There are things that you have to work on. You know it. You saw it. Um, and see you on the next fight. Hopefully he fights with boss. Maybe right. October, November, something like that, because he wants to uh, continue to fight. For the yeah, rest exactly. Of the year. Yeah. Um, salute to Jorge Linares, who I still think is a top fighter. I don't think the rest of these bombs are going to, well, I shouldn't call them bombs. The rest of these fighters, where maybe the ones that we're talking about, are going to take up a, a, a fight. Lenars is top five in the lightweight division. Yeah. Number one, because uh, he's rugged. Um, he possesses a, a very good skill set, high level skill set. Um, and he also is willing to fight any and everybody. Yeah. So you can look as good on YouTube all you want to. But if you're not actually getting in the ring fighting anybody, it doesn't mean yeah, anything. I, I remember when someone was first showing me clips of Ryan Garcia. And they was like, look at his speed, bro. Is he fast? I was like, yeah, he's fast. But is, who is he fighting? Speed means nothing. Like, everybody saw what Roy Jones did to a myriad of fighters. It wasn't just in a mirror because we didn't see Roy Jones in a mirror of boxing. We saw him right. in fights hurting people. 
and his power is speed and his lightning quick and, and it strikes and it stuns the shit out of you. So th these are things that we saw and we haven't seen that out of this guy, Ryan Garcia. So they have stuff to uh, work on, but salute to uh, Devin Haney, man. You, you're doing an excellent no job, uh, continuing success in everything that you do, uh, you and your dad. And we will move on from there. Anything else you want to say? Because we, we're done with that. There's another thing that we need to. <laughs> are we going to do that on this one or are we going to have to do another one? No, we're going to have to do another one, man. We can do it right yeah. after this or we can uh, do it another day. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely have to do it another day. Um, no, I, I, that's all I'd say, man. Salute to uh, Devin Haney and Bill Haney. Again, um, uh, great examples of the community. You know, they come out, come out of Oakland, father-son combination. Uh, not just what he's doing in the ring, but salute to them for what they do outside the ring. Yes, and how they um they handle themselves uh, as professionals. Yes, their business and I think, acumen. Um, I love it how they're together yeah, and, and everything. Salute to Bill for raising a, a young man who who is um, professional, um and and um, carries himself the right way, and and to me represents the sport the right way. Uh, and uh, and then more importantly, just taking care of their business, man. I just yeah. think that's the part that's uh extremely important and yeah. I, I you know salute to both of them and, and their team for, for doing that do you think there's anybody else uh in 135 that Devin can get before the year is over with um it's, it's got it's supposed to be Tio according to Tio according to according to what Devin said Devin said you know I'm here it's a dispute. Even Josh Taylor, look, everybody's calling for it. Everybody said, and he even yeah. sent uh, Chris Mannix or whatever the lame's name yeah. is, yeah. saying he, uh, Devin is food or whatever. But yeah, that's that's all that, that talking shit. So, like, we, we so don't... to me, that's got to be the next fight. Now, if that fight doesn't happen next, we know it's not on Devin Haney. See, it's all that's, on Tio. So if it's not Tio, then it makes him look even worse. So let's say it's not Tio. If it's not T.O., we know it ain't Ryan Garcia. It would so have to be I the winner say, of this mandatory, right? It, it would have to be the winner between uh, Fortuna. And Jojo Diaz. And Jojo Diaz. That, that's who he would. Um, if I was putting my money on everything, even with T.O. doing all the cap, I put my money on Jojo and, and, and Fortuna fighting Devin Haney before he does. Because I think him and Ryan Garcia are both hoping that somebody gets to Devin Haney to, to kind of you know, so they can have an excuse to stay away from him. Yeah. And so um, I think Tio does a Ryan Garcia, but actually follows through with it. I think he's, he, he takes Cambosas and then he finds a, a, another guy where he says, well, I can make more money over here. And that's going to be his excuse. And he goes and he does that. Or, you know, Errol had the great hashtag. It's going to be the hashtag from now on. Hashtag blame Bob. Bob is going to have an issue with the fight being made. So he's going to have a scapegoat one way or the other. And my money would be that the fight doesn't happen and that Devin Haney has to fight the winner between Jojo Diaz and Javier Fortuna. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with either fighter, it'll be a good fight for him. Um, it'll, oh, it'll be, be a great fight. Both those guys yeah. are, are a huge challenge. They're southpaws. They possess uh, good power, good speed. Uh, they both have high boxing uh, IQ and ability. Both of them have been, you know, uh, uh, rugged competitors. Yes, um, yes. They're, they're worthy to be in the ring. Um that, and I think that would again that though either one of those guys with Devin Haney would be a great fight. I, I would definitely watch that fight. Hell yeah, I would definitely tune in for that fight. Um, that would definitely be a good fight. Jojo Diaz always comes to fight, and and, mm -hmm. and uh, so Fortuna does, does too. Yes, yes. Yeah. So does uh, Javier Fortuna. Uh, just out of nowhere, this just came to mind. Question mark. Where the hell is uh, Tevin Farmer? 
chilling, man, chilling. I have no idea what exactly he's doing, but I, you know, he may be working on stuff. But after that, at, after that JoJo Diaz fight, man, he, 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 we haven't heard nothing from him, and that's been like what two years? Yeah, it's been a minute. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I can't think about it until he resurfaces. But yeah. when he does resurface, you know, he's gonna start at a much lower level opponent to get his feet wet. I don't see him hopping into the deep end of the pool when he comes back. I don't either, um, but I still think a guy like him will still give a, a Ryan Garcia some problems. Oh, yeah, because he can box. He, he can give – actually, he can give everybody problems when he's at his top top of his game because he, he's a really, really, really high-level boxer. Yeah. Um, when he's trying, when he yeah. tries to trade, that's where he gets into trouble. Yeah, high-level boxers are way more um, difficult to deal with than just a big puncher, right? Because big punchers generally is that one puncher, that one hand. You got to look for it. That's easier to take away that one thing. When you have a guy who's or, 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 or a young lady who's a really phenomenal boxer, yeah. th- that's, a, that's a lot of tools in that toolbox to have to deal with. And it just makes the night that much more difficult yeah. when you're fighting them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's it for us, Jay, man. I ain't got nothing yeah, no else doubt. to say or talk about. Likewise. I think we're going to go in here and um, watch this goddamn um, game and, and chill yeah, out. That's what I'm about to finish doing. Yeah. Cool, Appreciate bro. you, bro. No doubt. To the next yep. one tomorrow. On the next, oh. what you want to talk about? Yes, on the next one, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got to discuss some shit that's been happening in the world of boxing. The boxing has been crazy over the last week or two, man. Like people are saying some of the most ridiculous bullshit out here. But I think uh, we're gonna talk about these Jose's, man. Jealous yeah, ones, no still doubt. envy. We're gonna talk about them. Until no the doubt. next one, we out. Peace.